0: Please excuse the noise of me riding on my bike today during this journey. I caught this moment at a time where I couldn't let go of recording it. So please enjoy the podcast. Hi, this is Lori Jean Fanella, singer-songwriter. I want to talk today about Movement and music. Movement to music really would be better. And I wanted to talk about how I can't always connect movement to music. I've been I've been watching other other women with movement. When they're cooking. And. I really really love. The fact of their routine. How. Structured they are. And they're so beautifully structured. Everything that they do in the kitchen. The way the food is cut up, The way it's. It's laid out, the way it's being made so perfectly, from one step step to the next. After watching quite a few of them, I actually have been able to move easier. I've been moving easier in the kitchen when I'm preparing food, which I think this is so cool. I don't know if it's helping heal my brain a little bit more or exercise it. Probably a good therapy. I shouldn't say healing it. Therapeutic for my brain, or I have a brain injury. But it, um, oh, I've so benefited from it. When I watch so many different recipes, even though I might not like every single thing about the recipe, everything being done in it, I notice when I pick up... pick up a few things throughout the um, recipes that I like, and I incorporate them into my cooking but I'm actually starting to structurally move better in the kitchen which I really found that so cool that I could do that just from watching watching a woman cook on TV and of course I've been listening I I can open at least um, yes I have been open on my podcast about the inspiration of woman i women that I've been watching on YouTube, listening to on podcasts and I had such a hunger for it and I I didn't have as much of a hunger the last couple of days because I felt pretty filled to it, but I noticed that I can slip out of that if I don't force myself to go in and listen to really inspirational content. So I'm trying to make sure that I... That I do that. I listen to Rebecca Campbell, which I love her. She's a light worker, which really is following your intuition. And I had posted on my Twitter a really pretty um, video that she made, and it was about ten months ago. But her connection to COVID is to stay awake and to stay awake and stay connected to it, um, learn from it, reach out, be empathetic. And I, I so loved it. Um, instead of running away from it, it's stay, stay awake and stay connected to it. So that way you can see why this is here, why does this is happening, and get the best from it. Instead of being afraid and running from it all. So I really loved that. Stay awake and keep your heart open. I just looked into my notes. That's what Rebecca Campbell said. Isn't that powerful? I thought, uh, it just brought me chills. And I thought, what a what a beautiful moment to bring to us at such a hard time. But I, I really got a lot from her. I, when I'm talking about connecting movement and music, because I'm, I thought that was a real good example to bring in the fact of where it comes from my mind and how I can watch other people and connect moving in a more productive way. But the frustration for me sometimes of not being able to connect my brain to my movement through music that's on my mind. I think it's music that I'm trying trying to express myself to, possibly music that I have written, I don't know if other people can do that, but I have a hard time doing that, and I feel frustrated to it, so I'm working on that, and I'm constantly working on something. I saw something on, I believe it was Netflix, and her name is Sheila Kelly. She's an actress, and she is a pole dancing teacher. And I didn't see a pole dancing teacher. I saw a woman who was celebrating women after the pain they have been through in their life. And I just thought that was so beautiful. And I felt so connected to that moment. So, I just thought that that was a really, really important thing to mention. I also listened to um, a podcast on Deliciously Ella titled A Celebration of Imperfect Women, which also inspired me. And I saw how hard how women, women have worked the change. And I could see my change to life where I live my views of marriage and have accepted the outcasting in my life, though I'm constantly working on it and trying to to come past the scrutiny toward me, um, the judgments, so that I can validate my feelings and my actions within myself so I don't feel so judged and understand my emotions and what i've been through and by watching other people and what they've gone through and how they uh, come out the other end in celebration was just uh, so promising to me funny I was just sitting here thinking about how my dad would let me do kind of funny things be a little feisty a little rebellious maybe he wanted to look at us let me carry on with my thoughts freely most of the time and I feel let me well I don't think he realized actually that it was letting me think that I was becoming this very independent woman going as I grew up. But really once he let me go into the adult world, he had different ideals of how perfect I should be. And of course I had the ideals I should be out there being the woman that he made me, a strong independent woman. And to him it was the enjoyment of having a little girl and all these wonderful tweaks she had about her it had nothing to do with my journey and my path which she was so disappointed that I took all this confidence that he gave me and I went out there into the city by myself so of course now I'm trying to heal from the fact that I ran for over 20 years from abuse and I felt I really had to fight this, this very awkward battle that I know my family felt I was fighting, probably that there was nothing there, at the fact that as a very young woman, not even a woman yet, a few months away, I was put into a situation that I'm very open about at an abortion clinic that was illegal, that I went there for actually counseling, parent counseling, and that's not what happened to me. They wanted my child's body as a good possibility now, whereas in my second trimester, but because I wasn't able to protect my child and I was taken down by these people in horrible ways against my will when I was there far from home, I felt this horrible need to protect my second child that came about in an untraditional way. And not knowing the surroundings around me to this, um, I felt very, very protective, overprotective. Some people would say probably that I know, not knowing the situation, I'm sure, but for 20 years feeling that I really had to protect this child now, away from anything that might harm him. Uh, it brings so much pain because of the, the, the entire time of having to run and fight, uh, it really brought a lot of pain. So now as I'm older and I kind of can decipher a lot of these feelings and reasons and put them into definitions of course we're talking my child has grown now well into his age and you really can't into the safety zone of feeling you can just take a breath and just relax a bit until this has happened so that that's a huge chunk of your life so being a parent we know it's a huge chunk of our life anyway but the sadness of having to run it certainly wasn't a traditional Um, situation yet there were a lot of happy things about it too for sure I like to take advantage of the fact that I was a single mom I was a strong mom I did a lot of things at school with him I made sure he got through school very well I stood by his side so I was definitely a good mom I was a very active parent But the fact that I had to be looking over my shoulder so much and many circumstances before he was in school to make sure I sealed in the fact that he was safe was really difficult. And always looking over my shoulder really was very, very hard. So I'm trying to put that into some perspective. And I need to find a way to heal from that that I went through.
1: CRY will be okay. I've been strong not to break down or cry to all the pain around me. It's so supposed to be. No one should have to survive and feel this pain. Oh, the surviving angel. It's so unreal outside of it And maybe in the home Come make it real Come make it right So I can know What should do? Who should I serve under God? The surviving angel The surviving angel Am I the strength so fun.